You're listening to The Self-Worth Edit, the podcast inspiring South Asian women and beyond to quit playing small and start trusting the power and wisdom within. Join me, Noshin, on Mondays as I share insightful conversations, tips for healthier ways of thinking, and lessons in healing our relationships with ourselves. Thanks for tuning in to The Self-Worth Edit. Here we go. You know there is only one thing we could possibly be discussing today. If you were here with me right now, I would pass around a box of Matai so we could celebrate the defeat of Trump, the victory of human decency, unity, alliance, peace, the empowering victory of the United States, not only first woman, but first Black and South Asian woman vice president. I am astounded. I am grateful. I am emotional. I have hope restored. This race was not about choosing the hero, the best person in the world or in the U.S. to run this country. This was a race about choosing the lesser of two evils. I don't know if you caught But at the end of one of the presidential debates, the narrator said something along the line of, there you have them, the two presidential candidates for the U.S., two white men in their 70s. And that part is true. We are still choosing an old white man to lead this country. This was not a typical election for the U.S. It was not about, are you Republican or are you Democrat? It was about, what kind of a human being are you? It was about, what is on your heart? It was about, can you shed or see through or work through your privilege for the greater good? This election was about good versus evil. That's what it is. And I didn't fully believe that good would prevail. After 2016, after the way this year has been, I had my walls up around this. And if you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen that I shared about a dream I had the night before. So on Friday night, I had this random weird dream, and it took place mostly in a bathroom of some building. Okay, I said it was weird. There were four toilets and stalls, and one by one, they each became clogged with a white bathrobe. So somehow, a white bathrobe got into each toilet, and the toilets started clogging and overflowing. And there was more to the dream overall, but that's the part I remembered when I woke up. So I like to look up my dreams on dreammoods.com. I have been doing this for as long as I can remember. Because it helps me get in touch with what my subconscious mind is thinking, what's going on. It's simply another way for me to be aware of myself and where I need support or healing or growth. So I looked this up and the meaning of clogged toilets in your dreams is that you have emotions you're bottling up that you're not releasing. And Saturday morning before I heard the news... I journaled about this dream and I was trying to figure out what it could be that I was suppressing emotion around at that time. But I knew there was something that I was suppressing, not only because of the dream, but also because how I've been moving throughout my days lately, how I've been eating. But the dream helped me realize it and brought it to the forefront for me. And then I heard the news. 
And instantly I started crying. I'm sure so many of you did too. But the way that I was crying was it was confusing to me as I was crying because it didn't automatically feel like happy tears. I was feeling shocked and overcome. And I realize now reflecting that they were tears of relief more than anything at first. And something in me clicked and said, oh, that's what I've been avoiding. That's what I'm now feeling or releasing. That's what I'm facing and letting go of. Because what I had been doing, so my mindset throughout this whole process, throughout the debates and everything was, I'm cautiously optimistic. I hope we get Biden. I hope there's no more Trump in office. But if we do get Trump again, I won't be surprised. I would be horrified, yes, because it means that people now know exactly who he is, what he's done, what he stands for, and voted for him again, which some people did, but that I wouldn't be surprised. And what I realized when I reflect in retrospect is that even though I was cautiously optimistic, I think I really thought it could go either way, and so I protected myself and didn't let myself get too focused on either outcome. Now, there's good here, and there's room for observation and perhaps improvement. They say that when you worry about a thing that hasn't happened yet, you suffer twice. Had I been in my head thinking, oh my God, Trump is going to win again, Trump is going to win again, I would have been agonizing over that and suffering over that. And now we know that would have been for nothing. And if Trump did win, I would have just elongated my own suffering and not made any room for hope. So by not becoming attached to that potential outcome and just sort of keeping it there as a possibility, I made room for myself to have some hope and to not suffer without knowing the true result. Now, of course, that doesn't include, you know, not suffering from the general stress many of us have been taking on around this. On the flip side, I also didn't let myself get too focused on Biden winning. And I'm thinking a lot about this and still processing because while I prayed for that outcome, while I always pray to erase hate from the world and have there be more love in the world, and I focused on good versus evil, I did not let myself get too excited about it. And this is what I'm thinking about. And I'm sharing it with you because I journal about this and I kind of make a note of what I want to talk through in therapy or what I want to look for books on to continue to better understand and improve upon myself to become the version of myself that I want to be, you know? And also because it's very interesting for me to understand how Noshin works, how this person, this mind, this body all work together. And there's a whole subconscious part of me and a whole subconscious part of you and there's so much exploring to be done. So I'm sharing this with you to give you a peek into how I process when something like this comes up for me. So something I'm sitting with is that I don't get my hopes too high up. I don't let myself get too excited, all in an effort to avoid pain, to avoid crushing disappointment if the thing I'm hoping for doesn't come true. If that's what I'm doing, and it is, what else am I without meaning to, protecting myself from? Well, in this case, I protected myself from hopefulness. I had some hope, but as I learned over the weekend, it wasn't a whole lot. I protected myself from really feeling all of the emotions, good and bad. I went into, which is a very standard or automatic place for me to go into, or for anyone who has suffered any kind of trauma, to go into this survival mode. What I needed was my brain to focus on taking care of my basic needs, 
holding on to my job, getting through the work days. I needed to still be a functioning adult. It's what we've all been doing this whole year, if not longer. We have the trauma of the pandemic. We have Black people who are losing their lives for simply existing and facing such injustice. We are all, to varying degrees, in survival mode this year. Some part of us has to compartmentalize and find what good we can and forge ahead. This is a coping mechanism, and it's not a bad thing, but it's a thing that personally I know I want to heal from. I want to heal from my tendency to go into survival mode that I have from my early years, and I want to heal in years to come from what I'm sure this year, the mark this year, is leaving on all our bodies and hearts and minds. This is something I'm really sitting with as a personal discovery from the election results over the weekend, is when I protect myself from pain, when I compartmentalize for survival, what is the trade-off? And is it worth it? They may be. The trade-offs may be worth it. And if not, what do I want to be my reality? What is my current reality? And how do I bridge the gap between these? And then, of course, how we do one thing is often how we do others. So this also is having me put a lens on other things that I want in my life that I don't let myself get too hopeful about and how that may be affecting the energy I put around it, the kind of outcome I get. So a lot of self-reflection this weekend for me and more work to do. You know, I'm trying to continue to work on myself and I'm still learning and growing. And me starting this podcast was never a way to say, hey, I figured out everything. Let me now give you the tips for your life. So I hope that's not what you're thinking that you'll get here. But what I am here to offer you are insights and advice from the experts we have on when we have interview guests to share with you where I am in my own journey like I am today and what tools I find that help me along the way, and to share the lessons that I have learned where maybe I do have something to share with you that experience has taught me that hopefully can help you with your journey. So I hope this was enlightening. I hope it was interesting to have a little peek into my mind and my thoughts on the election and how I come up with, you know, my areas of focus for myself, my own personal growth. You know, there's collective joy and celebration in all of this. And then there's the individual celebration, realization, the letting go, the breathing. On Saturday here in Chicago, it was in the 70s. It felt like summer. People were honking and cheering all around, all over the streets. And there was a party like everywhere you look. But more than that, It was more than that. The air felt safe and loose and free. I didn't realize how heavy the air had felt to me before, how hard to walk through, but only through the contrast of how I felt on Saturday being outside did I realize it felt like a veil had been lifted, a fog had been lifted, and it felt like Saturday didn't even belong in this year. Just how could this day be a part of the year 2020, right? But it is. And whatever comes from here, ups and downs, that's just part of life. This, again, is not the golden solution, but this is hopefully the start of something wonderful. All right, that's it for today. You know, there's so many different directions today's episode could have gone in. Thank you for letting me share what's been on my heart, my experience. Go celebrate. I know I will continue to have a smile on my face. I will continue to breathe deeply and more easily and gratefully, and I hope you will too. Take encouragement from the representation we have achieved. Take encouragement from the hope 
that is being restored. Don't become complacent, but do take moments for joy and celebration and hope. I have another great interview coming for you next week. Stay tuned.